What's going on there, podcast listeners? No John today, but we do have... Coy Jondro here instead of John. Shorter hair, longer words. John went to a herogasm, caught himself some COVID, unfortunately. Man, real dangerous. John's got long words. Mine are just longer. <laughs> and now we have... Uh, we're, we're, Coy and I are fine. We tested ourselves. We're hella PCRs we tested ourselves. Bitch. I put my my, my little uh, Q-tip thing. What is it called? <laughs> up, <laughs> up, up Coy's nose. <laughs> that that put mine up Greg's nose. 15 <laughs> seconds, each nostril. <laughs> Boom, no COVID. Um... Anywho, we're going to watch Miss Marvel. If you want to see our reaction, that is up on YouTube.com slash The Real Rejects. Um, but uh, if you wish my hero review, our thoughts, Koi, our comic expert, going to break it all down. Let's get to it. Patreon intro. What's going on there, Super Sexy Rejects? We are going to watch Miss Marvel Episode 6 today. Where's John? John caught the vid diesel uh, on a couple days ago, apparently. We panicked. We had some serious <laughs> panic really attacks. Full-on panicking. Didn't <laughs> some, sleep well Not gonna lie. Night. Sometimes it comes and goes with yep. me where I'm just like, oh my god, I'm panicking, and now I have my panic attack symptoms. <laughs> a lot of manic attacks between me and Greg. <laughs> and now I'm like, like right now in this moment, I feel nothing. I'm like totally great. fine. Tested negative a few times. I'm going to get so. tired by the end of this video. Think I got it again <laughs> yeah, that's the way it goes right we just panic fatigue i've got that <laughs> but let's get to it miss marvel get ready to sync up with us finale do you want to play back that cue real quick the what the music cue make sure i'm not crazy yeah yes uh -huh. okay i'm not crazy all right well we just played back the audio of it and coy Had pointed this sure. out in between because you're doing a tiktok really quick and you said that the the, the music yeah and I, I didn't hear it i think i was just so excited hearing the word mutation that like, the literally the -na 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 -na, like so, the like the x-men animated series it's so fun i love how much uh marvel studios honors the x-men animated series you know like you hear that tune in dr strange multiverse of madness yeah. for a little bit now you hear it here is the indication of the mutants they're bringing back X-Men 97. Yeah, I don't think it's a coincidence X-Men 97. I think X-Men 97 and What If are going to be interesting bedfellows because I do think X-Men yeah. 97 is going to be canon and it ties into the original X-Men 90s animated series. Guys, we have mutants in the MCU and we've been having a hang with one for six episodes. <laughs> I know, that's kind of crazy. Like we've this had whole time we've had a mutant here. So they didn't do Terrigen Mist, but they did mutants. Which is more linear, to be honest. Like, I, I like the Inhumans, but I love the mutants. I like the Inhuman storyline, and I like the Inhumans versus the mutants, but it is, at the end of the day, a way more streamlined version to have a character we're invested in be a mutant. And I love that she's, like, just another label. I like that they are already, like, nipping that in the bud and addressing the world that hates and fears them from the jump. And yeah, and this was the first show. I mean, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier dealt with uh, variations of racism, obviously. But this one really as a culture and as a people really dealt with racism a lot. And so, you know, when knowing that what X-Men mutants allegories are so much yeah. for that, like, oh, you're planting the seeds for that. What better show than a show that deals with, you know, surveillance in a mosque and people judging you immediately and like, a, you know, a fairly yeah. racist government system. The government like, wanting to shut you down and that. what you are. And I've been saying it for months. And, and kids shouldn't have powers right? and stuff. So yeah, like it's it a threat to be born with that. Also, it activates a puberty. Yes. Yeah. This is, she's oh, the youngest damn. of the X-Men. Right. She's the youngest of the Marvel characters, dude. That's right. Oh, snap. So and this is all coming in post-snap. So this is not something that is... Uh, I want to talk about the actual episode, but this is obviously the big thing. Yeah. So this is something that won't be, you know, a combination of, of, of like mutants from another universe smashing here. It, no. it, it is... We are starting mutation here in the MCU. Yeah, and she's, you know, the first character to be in reverence of 
the characters we've had so far. So I'm wondering if it's something about the planet and like things that have been happening that caused mutation to occur. Like I'm wondering right. if it's going to be a ramification of the events of blank because we're, you know, we're, we're chronologically deep into the MCU. The MCU itself is 14 years old in our continuity, but also in universe, she's old enough to worship these characters because right. they've done their deeds. Yeah. So I'm wondering if that's going to be a thing where, you know, you have characters that worship uh, and then you find out like, oh, the reason mutation exists is some mm-hmm. shit. Wow. It's con- this is pretty cool. That so they, cool, dude. It's funny that they, they wrote this show off. So, like, a lot of people haven't been the tuning in for the show. The show. Yeah. And they bring the X-Men, which is the most, number one anticipated thing. Yeah, yeah, they bring the mutants in. I'm like, oh, damn, the ending of this is a pretty big setup. It's the most important thing for a lot of people. And this show was extremely important. And now they got to watch it. And also, you know, I, I do think that not many post-credit scenes for these shows lead. Obviously, we were, uh, it was... It was safe to presume that Captain Marvel would show up as a way to tease what's going on. What's going on in that post-credit scene? Uh, I think that they, the bangle brought her into space. Maybe it matched its pair. Fascinating. I think the Kree lost an arm and another Kree had the bangle and she just got booted right into a Kree scroll war. Oh, damn. I think she got fucking... She got booted through a... Right, right to a fucking Kree scroll war, boy. She's fucking doing it. And Captain Marvel's like, bro, I was in a Kree scroll war now I'm in a bedroom. What gifts? I see me all over the walls. I don't want to see what's going on. Tiana Paris, maybe she's Photon, maybe she's Spectrum, maybe she's Captain Marvel. Now we're the Marvels. And then we got Secret Invasion, too. Not sure what accident that yeah. is. Uh, Secret Invasion, I think, is going to follow. With the Marvels, with we're three with the women. Marvels. What do you want from <laughs> me? Three women in charge. <laughs> uh, I think that happens when John's not here. <laughs> with three women three in women charge. Three women in charge. That's the poster. That's the <laughs> We just wrote it. You're welcome. Uh, I think that the, <laughs> Melissa McCarthy is Captain Marvel. <laughs> she is. But she's all three of them. Yeah. Like Eddie Murphy. Yeah. I'm three women in charge. Tiffany uh, Haddish. Oh, dude. She was just the thing. I was I think I'm doing the kitchen movie. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's what I'm doing. I think you're just doing superheroes. I'm doing an actual kitchen. movie. Yeah. Uh, I think that the events of Captain Marvel 2 are going to directly lead into Secret Invasion. But I also think that, like, this is going to be a movie already in progress when we right. That post-credit scene is, I think, a mid-action set piece. And I also loved her new suit. Oh, yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Would this be the first show to feature a scene from a movie in a way? I think the scene, like, remember when Civil War, when we saw Bucky and his arm and the thing, and then we saw that scene? I think that scene we just saw is going to be from the other side of the movie. Awesome. I think we're going to see Brie Larson get bloop into, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. That's going to be dope. Or it just starts moments or, after yeah, this. Either way, scene. yeah, it's, it's either leading directly <laughs> in, or we see. You know what I mean? <laughs> the audience is gonna be there, like, I didn't watch Miss Marvel. What's going like, That's on? on you. That's on you. You should have watched it. <laughs> this is a weird scene. Three to start women a in charge. Three, three women. We got a spectrum. We got ourselves a Marvel. We got a little Marvel. We got a Miss. We got a Captain <laughs> K-pop. <laughs> Keep up with this. I was so impressed with this episode. We should talk about the episode. Um, no, mutants. Only mutants. Only, only, muni- yes, only mutants. <laughs> I do not envy anyone that didn't stay up till midnight tonight because it's going to be trending all night. Like that, you yes. cannot avoid that tomorrow. That's a that's a hell of a r- twist. It's like it suddenly makes a lot of things click. It's you, that's you know? what you want from like this kind of landing, right? If you want a moment to be like, well, of course. Yeah, and yet you also, uh, we didn't see it. Oh, well, I mean, I I, I'm going to claim some credit. I did say this was coming. I just didn't know it'd be like with a music cue. Like I said, this was going to yeah. be the show that led to X-Men. I've been saying that for the last mm-hmm. few months. I didn't know it was going to be like 
mutation. That's crazy. Like, yeah, it's right. It was fantastic. You thought you think like, oh, in the next installment or whenever well, it comes around, then they'd show it. But I didn't think the the show itself would set uh, set the groundwork for it and, and like in in a way that really cues the audience in. Yeah, I didn't think we'd hear the word. Yeah, I know. It's the first time we've heard mutation, other than like you know, that and let there be carnage. I mean, cinema. <laughs> I uh, I do also think that there's an interesting aspect of like told you so. With Kevin Feige being like, this part was really important. I really like that. Was this... he saying that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I also think that this is the last show before Comic-Con. So... Now we got gods and time travel and... But think about it. Like, if you're going to announce it Hall H yeah. and you're going to have a Saturday That'd panel be crazy, at Hall H, man. now this is the now one that's is 10 the days before? Be like, I said it's coming. I, like I And, like, they don't do anything halfway. They don't schedule things. Like, a lot of the times these things lead next to the other. The announcement of this show with the panel, like Marvel doesn't need to go yeah. to Comic Con. They yeah. have D twenty three. You got a this couple is, weeks now, yeah. Right. It's a this weeks is ago. because of Comic Con that like the, I mean the Comic Con I think is because of the show, not the other way around. Yeah. I think that this episode really stuck the landing. Yes. You know, a lot of the times with these Disney Plus shows, you end up walking away feeling like because it actually, I thought, earned when it got big. Haha, <laughs> big. And I think it earned when it got big with the action. Uh, and I know that people have their feelings about the WandaVision finale. <laughs> hint, 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 hint. People have their feelings about the WandaVision finale. Oftentimes, we're left feeling like that's pretty rushed. They kind of try to pack it in. You needed more episodes. That's usually, you need more episodes. Three women are telling you. Three women are telling you. They're in <laughs> It's two in the morning. Faggy! Faggy, we're in charge! <laughs> charge Faggy! Three of us. Um, <laughs> we're so slap happy, dude. It's so late. The joke's so, only fun to us. The cops are going to be like, why do they keep doing that? These are fucking annoying. We need a John oh, yeah, about Yeah, John needs to be like, guys. Guys, you're annoying. <laughs> we're talking about... Well, he's gonna tell. Annoyed John. Looking. Well, no, John needs to tell us like some beautiful film. He's always got great like film perspective, and he'd be interrupting our like garish Melissa McCarthy joke. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> we bring the important commentary. Yeah, here we go. There's a beautiful <laughs> shot in this where the camera actually goes under a truck, and then it like lifts and moves in a way that I'm not sure how they shot it. That, I, well, with Cameron, yeah. you're talking about right where when it goes he under with his foot, like he and pushes then it becomes the almost like handheld. Like yeah. the, it starts off as a thing that looks like it's on a crane, and then, and then it's then it actually like a guy's holding it. Yeah, it's. I wonder if they did like a hidden swipe there or something like that. So impressed. Like yeah, it looks like an old David Fincher shot that would be CGI where it would like go through glass, but instead it couldn't be because yeah. someone's wheeled to get on the other side. That I, was such a dope shot. I view, I'm, I'm constantly looking at visual effects now with Marvel with a certain eye to go, do they have enough time to finish this? Doesn't matter. I think they did a great job. You Beautiful. know, like there are times where it looks a little cheesy. I, I think anything stretch, even though this is not full on like Mr. Fantastic stretch related, that's still some of the hardest technology I think you got to pull off I agree. is anything with expansion of limbs or anything like that. Even if it's even uncanny valley tastic, it's yeah. literally like you're making a body amorphous. Yeah, yeah. And I think the 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 sequences with her when she is in beginning, I enjoyed them overall. I think no matter what, even if sometimes effects look a tad bit off, I think that this episode. It was all about the catharsis and the emotion behind yeah. it more than anything else. Like, you get such a great wrap-up. I, I love the wrap-up here because you had, like, a show in the beginning that was like a teen show, right? Mm -hmm. Like a teen high school show. And then next thing you know, you're like, you're in the Middle East for a few episodes. Yeah. And then when you come back to Jersey, they bring it all together really well and in a very rewarding way, ultimately. Like, I thought the emotion behind it was so joyous a lot of the time and touching like the fact that her family 
was the thing that gave her because I, I I was always curious like how are they going to tie this in with the Pakistani culture even more make it full circle, and then they did it with even with the family being the ones who give her the suit and give her the title as well, which we talk about from like Dude, how it wasn't the first them. episode where they're like kind of oppressive towards her ambitions and this whole fantasy they told with her superheroes. not to wear super suits exactly she wasn't allowed to wear a superhero costume exactly. they made her one and yeah then they make her one it's like this feeling of uh, acceptance and she's been more accepting of uh, her roots as well and then her name this. being a, a root to her family and then that being the root of Miss Marvel is that in the comic that Kamala means um, Marvel is that like a I I mean I feel like if it really means that then it just really means just that. change that <laughs> They're like, ah, in this universe, I it means. Uh, I don't remember it being mentioned, and now I feel like a bad fan, but I don't remember that because that moment felt really new and special to me. Yes. I'm sure it is, but it might have been like issue one. That was, yeah. you know what I mean, eight or nine years ago uh, for me reading it. But I do think that it was really smart to make it about her ancestry in a different way. Like, it's beautiful yeah. that it's a translation of her own name. And like that moment of glee where she shares it with Carol Danvers and then True. it's her name. Like all of that is about heritage. All that is about ancestry, about culture. This show thrived on family, ancestry, culture, action, heart. And then the movie, the show landed with this great, you know, heist uh, home. Yes. Like, you know, all of that really worked. The action worked for me. There was a couple the times. The brother when, coming around too. Dude, I think when he just appeared, it was yeah. so funny. Yeah. The so moment fun. the kid rode the bike by on the fire extinguisher, I was like, I wish I had seen the show in high school. This would have yeah. been my favorite show. I think that this sh this finale brought the two kinds of shows together that they were doing. Impossibly. Like, how did yes. the show balance those tones? Yeah. It's like some stuff. I, mean, I don't even know. Like, there's nothing. I'm sure if I slowed down and was like, what? What can I critique? I got no notes, man. Uh, I, I'm sure there's stuff, uh, but to me, it was just about the experience of this episode, and I thought this was a wonderful experience overall. I think Loki's the most consistent um, in one tone, and I think sure. WandaVision is the most impressively bold as far as what it tried to accomplish at the top. Mm -hmm. This is probably the most impressive balance of tones. Like, it does yeah. the most different stuff. And that's saying something because WandaVision is literally a show that has sitcom tropes to open the show. Like, this show's insanely yeah. accomplished. And I loved when, like, everyone gathered around to protect her at the end. So special. To stand by, yes, to stand by with her. And you've said several times that Miss Marvel, in a lot of ways, is like a. What would you say? say Silver Age Spider Man. So that's, that's so what like, he says. <laughs> Silver Age Spider Man has a lot of this really cool. He protects his town personally. He's got a lot of family elements. His friends mean a lot. Mm -hmm. He's always the underdog chasing, balancing school and work and being Spider Man. All of that to me is what makes Spider Man so approachable. Everyone can understand, like, I can't do all of these things at once and I've got this stress. Spider Man's us. Yeah. To me, what I love about Kamala Khan is those Silver Age Spider Man tropes made sense to me because I identified with all of those things, including being like a straight white dude. Kamala Khan made all those things make sense to me, and I've never been a girl, a person of color. Um, uh, I'm not religious at all, so I've never had any religious uh, persecution or, or, or judgments. So it was really interesting to read those comics and be like, oh, I get 90% of this world, but the extra 10 means so much to me because I don't understand any of this context, mm -hmm. but I still identify. Yeah. And that's so special and so hard to accomplish. And then this fucking show did it. Yeah. And they, to my understanding, they honor the comics pretty well. It uh, felt like the comics. How, so in the end Even of it, Zoe I, being a good girl at the end. Yeah. And Zoe so, teams up. I do like that 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 at the very end of this, that the powers do come from her within her. Yeah. Ultimately, um, because I mean, uh, even though the show already established that prior, very Shang Chi like, which had the Ten Rings thing too in here. There's rings out God there. God damn it. So, when they tell you how Phase Four all connects, I can't wait, dude. <laughs> I think the rings uh, that. Shang-Chi wears 
are made by Fastos. Yeah. And I think the bangle she wears is made by Fastos. And I think that they all of the- haven't established that yet. But they're about to. They're about to. They're about to. It's Comic-Con. coming. Comic-Con. First thing Kevin Feige's going to say. Kevin going to be like, yo, Fastos. <laughs> This Brian Tyree Henry comes out and he's just making stuff. <laughs> yeah. And then I then I come out on stage and it's and I'm like, also X-Men are coming. Oh shit, that would be cool. See you at Comic Con on stage. Uh, I didn't catch who directed this one. I the ca- uh, original, the 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 homies, the fans of the, the show, the two, uh, the t- the brothers. Yeah. Or the are they brothers? Reject, or they're the, just best friends? The Reject Nation fans. Yeah. Uh, they crush I, You get their style here. It's pretty prevalent. I thought they did a really good job with the action. Mm-hmm. And I think that they also provided moments that were more menacing than previous episodes. Like, there were some real dramatic heft within the action scenes at times. Like, especially when Comron is going through all these internal moments of, yeah, which which path do I go down and uh, dealing with the feelings of his mom knowing that she's dead. I really liked those action scenes a lot where they, the film would go into slow motion mode mm-hmm. and then you'd see Kamala like trying to process this. They had a lot of good visual body language just between just in the action scenes as you're watching these motives either increase, you know, especially when it comes to Kamala who moments bo- before was about to, you know, kiss Kamran mm-hmm. and then now here when she's making the decision to like, like I like how a lot of it just wasn't spoken. For example, when the DODC guy's in the bathroom and he's about to attack her, uh, she, he's about to attack him and then she decides to protect him. Like you could feel this, yeah, this gap happening between them. And the way they shot him in those scenes where it got extreme close up and the sweat and the agony and the suffering, like there was a lot. That was actually the first time their style reminded me of what they did in Bad Boys in mm-hmm. a very positive exactly. way, mixed thinking. with their style choices That's here. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, uh, yeah. This stylistically is I, I like their work so much, and, and I'm gotta really include, excited. They got to include better music this time around. Oh so it's yeah, like badass rap music. Dude, there was so much cool stuff in this tonally, and it it built out a world that feels really special. Like I I said when Shang Chi ended, this is the thing I want a sequel to most yes. in the MCU. Miss Marvel second. Like, I think of anything we've seen post-Endgame, this is the world I want to dive deeper into, along with Shang-Chi. Yeah. And you guys know I love Eternals. You yell at me all the time. But, like, this is what I want to see. I want to invest more in Kamala Khan's world, and I can't wait for... Not only does Miss Marvel 2 give... Or Captain Marvel 2, the Marvels, give me hope for Captain Marvel, because I love the character of Captain Marvel in the comic books most of the time. I love Brie Larson most of the time. Captain Marvel, the movie, didn't work for me, but Nia DaCosta, who directed Candyman with Tyona Paris, who's Spectrum in Captain Marvel in WandaVision, that duo was so incredible, and the visuals Nia DaCosta used in Candyman, all of those things give me so much hope already for the Marvels. And then this show just put the Marvels, like you combine what I am hopeful for with the director and the new duo, and this show ending and how this landed, like I think the Marvels is maybe in my top three most anticipated Marvel properties going forward now. I really liked the delivery that Brie Larson did in that one little one. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I was, I was like, I, I like Brie Larson. Fa- I wasn't a big fan of her performance in Captain Marvel. And I usually think Brie Larson is a pretty damn good actress. Yeah. So I don't know. There's something about that moment that just felt very natural to me. And yeah. It wasn't something I was really saying with, no, Captain no, we both Marvel. had a moment of like, this is nice. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. I liked <laughs> like, it. I, I like this version. And I like the costume. I like that it feels more like... I wonder who directed that scene. 
One of first teams. If it's yeah. gonna, it might be Nia Costa. Well, I thought that the, um, I, th- I think that this episode overall was just a great. It really hit the landing. The it, family it, stuff. It, after the emotional beats. Keep interrupting. I'm so sorry. Huh? No, it's okay. Because we left John to meet. It's usually like you. Someone talks. I'm usually, I'm usually conducting of like. Yeah. You talk. Now you talk, now I talk, or something like that. But when you're conducting, you're telling yourself the time to talk, so instead I'm like, but I have things to say! (laughs) Like a small, just just an excited child. I don't really care. Okay, I just want to apologize. But uh, you were saying about Brie Larson. No, so you catch yourself with that, because then someone might say that here in the comments, but just so you know, I'm like, I don't care. care. Bring Koi here to talk. I like the least talking I have to do, the better off I am around. He's already done. He's <laughs> I'm, already, I'm done. I'm three che- girls in charge. Checked out, man. I uh, <laughs> I feel like the family stuff to open the episode was genius, and yes. then that re-established what the tone of the first half of the show was. Right, right. And then by the time you got to where the moments ago events had happened, you're like, oh right, that's what this show is. And then it gave us all new stuff. Like this is a masterclass in finale. It wraps up so many storylines. It introduces new ideas. It gives you action drama heart. It gives you all the characters you've loved, reminds you of some you'd forgotten about. And then it launches the next thing. Like this, every issue I've had with phase four has been when creative freedom sacrifices the integrity of characters. This is how you do it. This show is stylistically fucking dope. This show introduces new characters. This show gives you a brand new world to invest in the characters you just met and makes you love them. And it doesn't sacrifice the MCU while still building it out. This is what I want out of these movies. Interesting. Fuck, I was going to say say several things along those lines. You should say them. Try them out. Um... Yeah, uh, they did family stuff and uh, powers and mutation was, and they set up things, right? That's what you said, right? Yeah. You had a good checklist here. I did. I said those words <laughs> in a similar order. I think that they, what, because in the first episodes, that's when they were doing very stylistic with its like Scott Pilgrim influences, yeah. right? And then here, I felt like they really found kind of a more unique look that wasn't just clearly inspired by scott pilgrim yeah and i think it at times did kind of remind me of the comic panel i thought the colors really popped well like i noticed when comron walked out into where all the cops are everything was blue and that's his power uh, that's his power looking like it's like this is his power position right now everything's blue before he's even attacked anyone Mm -hmm. his clothes are blue his powers are blue the lighting's blue everything around him is blue until it, they, I think they use a lot of great illumination with the power sets. Yeah. And I thought the powers actually look pretty neat in this one. I know that people, sometimes the visual effects can be a little bit wonky, but I really do. This whole talk about visual effects arts has just made me go, I want to appreciate what they do more. Because we would Especially in such a this. crunch time. Because Marvel's like, whoosh, whoosh. We'd have none of, well, every studios. Like, I, we'd have none of this without them. It's like, mainly Warner Brothers. Yeah. Let's attack them while we're in a Marvel You know what? Video. I feel like... Then what's, when we're talking about... <laughs> I was trying to think of a studio that's like d- defunct and I couldn't like be sure Anna of what... Anna Purna, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. You know A24 with their they garish struggling. budgets are just Tri-Star so is angry. having a hard time Columbia right now. House Pictures <laughs> just coming. Amblin Entertainment. Dimension Films is New having a hard time. Line <laughs> hates CGI. <laughs> Remember the old studios? <laughs> I can't think of any other older studios. I think, yeah. I like, remember the one with the with the archer? It was the one with the lion. Oh, was that MGM? Still, yeah, that's MGM. What's the one with the, the guy that shoots and there's like what a star? What is the remember one that with dude? that? Yeah, like an Atlas guy. 
I know there's TriStar. Did I ever say TriStar? Yeah, we did. C- what was the one that produced Terminator? Corona. Oh, Cone. 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 We should wrap this video up. <laughs> Canon? Was it Canon? C A N O N? Conico or something? Was like, yeah, something with those letters. I've seen Terminator 2 They so had many the rights to Spider Man for a second. That's why uh, James Cameron's going to be Spider Man. Oh, how funny. Yeah, oh, and then they James made the Cameron's company. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, All this whatever time. that name is, we can't remember. Con, Con, Conan Conan O'Brien. Where you can go <laughs> down to Coca. All right, guys. Well, what did you think Love about this finale? Um, we got to get Koi to theorize about some shit. You guys want to see another comic corner that's been birthed from this moment? That would be amazing. But look, before we wrap this up, let's do a. Let me do one. They don't even patronize me. I just love them. Oh, I heard about Eric Horseman. What a nice guy. We talked about him last time. You oh, pick a name. I'm on it, Greg, Craig, do that thing that you're doing. <laughs> do it faster and let me know what it's doing. Gabriel. Shout out, Gabriel. Gabriel, you are lovely. I like your double use of hey. You are the sponsor of the day. I appreciate your zeal. I appreciate your name. And I appreciate the fact that you may or may not be named after an angel of vengeance. It's good. It's a good thing to be named after. That is a great thing to be named after. It's like you're doing vengeance for us by being at our Patreon page, by supporting us. You're a protector. I huh? assume they go by Gabe, but I wonder if they ever go by Briel. I think it's Gab. Gab? Gab. I've never met a Briel, but that's a kind of a cool name. It sounds like literary. Like Briel. Have you ever met a Gab? They want to kill themselves. They do. It hasn't <laughs> gone well for them. Yeah. I've met some Gabe. Terrible name. Never a Briel or a Gab, though. <laughs> Why do we shorten names so weird? Why is why is Robert Bob? His last name. I don't know if I can say his last name. Do you want me to, like legally or to pronounce it? I don't know. What would be? The, yeah, I think it's French. I don't know. It's not like we're reading his email out. It's, it sounds like the what's the song that goes? I'll, I'll be bulletproof. Who's that artist? Mm, I listen to a lot of rap. That didn't sound like rap to me. No, I'll be bulletproof. <laughs> is that like a EDM thing? La, La Rue? La Rue. Yeah. Yeah, that does look like that. Is that the thing you're singing? <laughs> That's you. You're bulletproof. I'm Are trying you? to tie it back into him. You're bulletproof, her, Gabriel. I don't know. Gabriel, like an angel of vengeance, is bulletproof. Koi's never kicked off a shout-out, and this is where it's gone. Poorly. All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Thanks, Gabriel.